This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. I'm your Dungeon Master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, surefoot. Emily Oxford. Moonshine Sabin, the thrice crit. Ooh. Are those critical successes or critical failures? They're both. (laughs) I'll thrice for both. One and the same. And Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold the fifth. Bard, hard, and lover of chard. (laughs) You love chard? Is that canon? The delicious green. Oh, okay. Comes in a lot of different varieties. You got rainbow chard, you got Swiss, you got red. holding a possum as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, you are Papa's clutching here. pawpaw at the yeah. moment. The harness pawpaw. Yeah. We have multiple pawpaws we've been sent. Yeah. And this is uh, one of the better <laughs> ones. Uh, his ear is real soft. You're so at ease. <laughs> you're not going to be picked up on the mic because you're so at ease right now. <laughs> I'm just picturing you, like, in public pretending to breastfeed that. Ew! <laughs> my cats would yeah. want when I lie on my side. My cat always wants to like knead on my stomach, mm-hmm. and like sometimes she starts going like north, and I'm like, no, get away! <laughs> this is so fucking yeah, she creepy. buries her face in Emily's armpit. Yeah, while kneading, and it looks like Emily is nursing our cat. It's oh. really creepy. It's really creepy. That's why you had such a guttural reaction to Caldwell yeah. picturing it. <laughs> I know. That's why, because I'm always like, Bowie, no, Bowie, stop, this is creepy. The biggest fear. I'm going to get, you're going to get taken away from me. I just meant it'd be funny to see that in public. Like, you think someone is, like, breastfeeding, you're like, oh, that's fine, and then it's just a stuffed pasta. <laughs> we haven't played in a minute here, gang. Yeah. Because yeah. we record in uh, chunks, and uh, we haven't we haven't played in a bit, but I've uh, you guys. excited mm-hmm. to- yeah. I've missed our chunks. Excited to I've hop back in. I've missed our chunks. Get our chunks. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I need to address the fact that people told me that we were doing the lucky feet wrong. So then I said we were going to start doing it differently. But then other people added me and told me that we were, in fact, doing it right the first time. So don't at me. We know how to do lucky. <laughs> lucky now. Thank you, everyone, so much. We're good. <laughs> leave our dad ads. alone. Leave leave our dang dad alone. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> hashtag nadpod. Hashtag leave our dang dad alone. <laughs> Thanks. We understand lucky now. Uh, <laughs> namaste. Cool, guys. Let's get into it. Let's do a little recap. So last week, you guys dropped off your friend Apple Scrumper at the field, then received an urgent message from Tonathan Tingle that the Watchman's Tower was under attack by the Chosen. Tonathan appeared along with Uku, the Goliath Monk, and together you all traveled to the Elemental Chaos to plot a defense. But once there, Uku revealed his real plan to kill the Watchmen and stop the near all-knowing being from inevitably joining Theala and the Chosen. You did some soul 
searching, but eventually agreed to join Uku and teleported to the top of the tower where I you- I still feel conflicted about it. Oh, sure. I don't know what's what Melora would have told me to do. It's I'm a bad taste. i regret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys battled the Watchmen. During the fight, the Watchmen revealed some uncomfortable truths, including the fact that Hard One's ex, Gemma Bronzebeard, was about to marry the Pale Prince, Gerard Coldane, a frost dwarf from a city called Frostwind in the frigid north. With the help of Uku, you defeated the Watchmen, then retreated as the Watchmen's tower fell. Uku stayed behind to save what monks he could and was eventually killed, but not before passing on his third eye to Tonathan and naming him the new leader of the monks of the Unseen Eye. And that's where we are now. Uh, so the dust has settled. Uh, the village here is mostly destroyed. You see the Goliaths begin tending to their wounded. Tonathan and a bunch of the monks walk over to the temple. You see that the structure has been crushed. It's just a pile of debris. Uh, but the monks start moving the wood and stone. I'm sure you guys help uh, until you're able to clear a path uh, where they can enter the basement of the temple. And there, they're able to find the hidden library of the Unseen Eye. Ooh. And they begin loading books and scrolls and the like onto carts uh, to prepare to head off into the nearby Cloud Breaker Mountains as Uku instructed Tonathan to do. So right now, you guys are in the Galateron Glades. You've got about a day's hike south to get to the Crick. Uh, then from there, it's a short hike to the field, and that's where your airship is. Before we leave, I do want to ask Tonathan if I can take a book on uh, cleric spells uh, to give to Erlen. Oh, oh, we getting neat. souvenirs for everybody? <laughs> I actually have a question about, about a book, too. Oh, a law book for Papa? <laughs> He's I have all. two questions about a book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tonathan uh, goes over and talks to one of the Goliaths. He's able to find you like an old copy of the Book of Pelor that probably mm. has some things that maybe updated ones don't have in them. Like a 5e. Like a, like a 3.5. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh yeah, baby. Um, so I guess I was curious if I know that I can't read. It's not one of my quote unquote skills. You mm. know, I wouldn't put it on my resume, nor would I have know. one. Yeah. <laughs> nor would but, I know how to write a resume. No, nor would I know whether or not a sheet of paper was or was not my resume. Says um, Mo. But I wanted to go over and see if there were any books. I don't know if this exists. Maybe I'm just like, might as well be teething at spider webs, but I'm, I want to put my hand and see if I can like instinctually with my druid powers, read any books. <laughs> what? <laughs> like if there's a kind of like intuitive reading. Roll a perception check with disadvantage and you have to roll a nat 20. You have to roll two nat 20s. You want to just see if you I know how to read. And Melora will help you read a book. You will find a book of Melora. I got a 17 and a Damn, 19. Damn, that's pretty good. Not good enough. Uh, you, Not good enough to read right. by osmosis. <laughs> Moonshine, okay. are you... Yeah. Do you want to learn how to read? Uh, no. And then I close <laughs> the book. Hava <laughs> <laughs> starts nodding furiously and biting at Beverly's ankles and pulling him towards Moonshine. No, I, I, I just, find uh, a uh, for the pictures. I find a Phoenix teaches phonics uh, book in the shelf and ask Tonathan <laughs> if I can take that with us. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know how that got into it. These are all ancient <laughs> books and pretty hefty tomes. You know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And I, I say, when you're ready. Hey. Thanks, youngin. <laughs> Anytime. I can teach you to read if you want. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Spell your name right now. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Not, why do none of you know how to read? God damn it. <laughs>
I like. Yeah, I, I imagine the hard one. As soon as they, as soon as he was big enough to hold a pickaxe, they just got him right out of school. Yeah, you don't need to read. You need to swing at the dwarfenage. <laughs> you need to read your opponent. Oh, that's on right. On the battlefield. Yeah, I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna break the rules here a little bit because you guys wouldn't know this, but I could say for sure that other people at the dwarfenage know how to read. <laughs> this is a purely hard one a choice. decision. The whisper of the watchman says that in our ears. <laughs> His last words. The other kids can read. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I guess our work is done here. Huh? <laughs> I guess, well, let's real quick make a pot of jambalaya for the first responders, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Got the airy style. You have yeah. to help the helpers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're doing a little cookout for the first responders. For sure. Great. Okay. So these guys go through <laughs> and uh, they're all loading up books, as many as they can get into their carts. They maybe leave behind some things that they're not going to necessarily need or that they already know. Um, and while they're doing that, you cook up a nice steaming hot jambalaya and a bunch of Goliaths walk over. They're technically taking a vow of silence, uh, but they make some satisfied sounds and give you guys thumbs up. Yeah. If I cast silence on one of them, would it undo their silence? <laughs> They're just choosing not to speak. You can, you can talk to one if you want. <laughs> Teeth in its spider webs. <laughs> Teeth in its spider webs. What am I even doing? Is that a real phrase? Living life. I don't know. <laughs> it should absolutely ring sh- true to me. It should be. It absolutely is now. It is now. Yeah. Um, um, are we camping for the night? It's pretty early. You guys... Oh, it's not sleeping time. Yeah, it was oh, okay. like beginning of the day. You guys teleported out. Well, so let's get a move on because uh, having having Ulfgar in this gem yeah. this close to Theala makes me a Oh, yeah. Shook. Hold that up yeah, to your... I, I hold up the gem to my ear. <laughs> you just hear... Ah! Yeah. Okay. That's... When you look really closely, it looks like he's just forever falling. <laughs> that's my fucking hero. <laughs> 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 You're the man. There Ulfgar. goes my hero. Watch, Watch as he falls. <laughs> so let's. So for future reference, because we had uh, this little issue with um, Apple where we didn't totally know where the gem was with Ulfgar. Who mm. has it? Where is it? Where is everything think, right now? Uh, Balnor's holding the bag of holdings. Probably Hard One's got it, right? I think the I think the gem we always keep on one of our physical persons. Okay, are yeah, you wearing okay. it like as a necklace under your clothes, like yeah. Frodo style? Yeah, that sure. seems okay. smart. What yeah, I'll let just, you kind of hide it. What if you just uh, tucked it in your belly button? Oh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the old guy's gonna come out and kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> I knew where I was. I know what you did. <laughs> you son of a bitch. He <laughs> pops your eyes out. <laughs> You wear it like a festive earring, maybe. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Okay, yeah, yeah festive earring. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, I've got a uh, paper clip, and I make you a festive earring. <laughs> oh, you've definitely pierced my ears on this trip. Oh yeah. yeah well, can sure. I can I pierce my ears? Yeah, I'll teach you how to pierce your ears. Oh, cool. Yeah, just Warm help this crick. And Balnor perks up. So a bunch of people were uh, killed here, and <laughs> right, is anyone else yeah. concerned that the crick might right, be yep, getting yep, attacked yep. or what? Anything? Oh, I hadn't I even considered know. that. Balnor. Quiet, we're piercing Beverly's ears. <laughs> what? Uh, we're yeah, adorning the young in like a Christmas tree. All right, let's do this let's quick. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay, so you guys hike all day into the evening, and you- I, I'm surprised, I hadn't even considered that the crick might be getting attacked. I mean, they were chosen there last time we were there. It seems possible. Okay, can we be walking in one of those ways where you're like almost running? 
brisk. Power walk? Yeah. Jogging? Or yeah. Power walking? Yeah. You guys power walk all day into the evening uh, and arrive at the Crick. Uh, you see that all of the Crick elves here are loading up their belongings uh, onto Ents, the living trees. Uh, the Ents have like clothing hanging from them and bags and food and various supplies in their branches. You see young'uns are like hopping up in them. Like these people are getting ready to fucking motor out. And you guys see Meemaw and Mama are like direct in traffic. All right, everybody, get off your rumps. Get off your rumps. We're getting out. We're getting out. We're getting out. What in Melora's name is happening? Y'all found greener pastures somewhere? You guys also see uh, Old Cobb and Cooter have like a few archers with them. They've got like a little <gasps> hunting party out, like kind of getting ready. And uh, Meemaw runs over to you guys and she goes, oh, thank God y'all are all right. Uh, I, I heard about what was happening with the Goliaths and we, we got to we gotta get the heck out of Dodge. Oh, okay, so this is preemptive. This is preemptive. I like that. Yeah, that's smart. That's my Meemaw. Yeah, very, if they're, very if they're attacking people, we got we to gotta get the hell out of here. Hey, Where, Cobb, what are you doing with those archers? Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. This is you see there's just like one uh buff one really buff elf that kinda looks like hard one. I uh I stare him down. <laughs> we're all friends here, we're all on the same yeah, side. Yeah, we're all friends. Some of us better friends than others. <laughs> I grip old Cobb's, Cobb's arm real strong. <laughs> all right, all right, buddy. Look. Their shirts say Cobb Squad. <laughs> This is this is my cop squad. They're you know, we're not we're not a party. They're sure to say this is the cop you can't contain. Or this is this start, is the cop you wish you had. I start rifling around in Cobb's bag for another shirt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got I got one I made one for all you guys. Right? Instantly oh, wearing thank it. you. <laughs> well mine's a little big. I guess I can wear it to sleep in. Yeah, only had they only did like a small elf size, which is, you know Next time. Yeah. yeah. So uh, where where are y'all headed? Yeah, so Mima says so uh, right before I sent y'all off to Smuggler's Bounty, uh, I sent a raven to Glade Home, and the High Elves said that they're willing to meet with me to talk. Uh, Interesting. Ooh. Yeah, well, so I'm going to show my... up at their doorstep with about mm, 20,000 Crick Elves, and they'll have to talk to me that way, because we got to <laughs> get the heck out of here. Oh, uh, what is your strategy even? They are notoriously inhospitable. If, if they don't let us in... I'm gonna make a way to sin! And you see Mama goes, That is right, mother. We will we will storm the gates if need be. It is our rightful place as elves. Mama, you have my axe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as though I gotta give you something to bless this journey because I do not trust the, in the empathy of the high elves. I give her a vomit berry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will use this wisely, young and thank you. <laughs> okay. Meemaw kind of surveys the scene of all these Crick elves kind of putting their stuff together and and getting ready to leave. And she kind of shakes her head and she says, yeah, we heard this morning about the the Chosen attacking up in the Galateron Glades. And we also sent a couple scouts out over to Esri to see what was going on there. And Chosen Chosen have taken over there. They just... The powers that be in Esri decided to keep their alliance with Galateron, uh, even with the shift in power. I'm so not surprised. Pretty yep. much everyone on this side of the continent is for Theala now. So Crick Hill's got to get the heck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Don't waste any time. Yeah. No, there's other Cricks. Moonshine, Mima kind of puts her arm around your shoulder and she just kind of takes a moment to look at the landscape with you. Mm. You see the lush green forest. You hear the babbling crick, the sounds and the lights of the buzzing nanner flies. 
Are they uh, gonna have nanterflies up there in Glade Home? I don't think they got nanterflies. What about there, flutter bats? They don't have flutter bats neither. They got lots of good stuff there though. Caterlilies? They don't got caterlilies, <laughs> no. Me, Mom. Moonshine, I know. I know. Oh. Life was nice there for a minute, wasn't it? I guess you know what? Wherever we go, we'll find our new catter daddies, nanterflies, lily bats, whatever else I've been saying. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think that maybe it's the creek water that creates these little monsters that fly around. So I don't know that we'll necessarily find the same ones, but maybe. Mima, that is too tragic I to know. entertain. You know, when when all this is over. We'll come. We'll come back. Y'all are taking two each, though, right? You got like a little Noah's Ark for the flutter bats. Oh, that's a really you know. Hey, somebody, (laughs) somebody, catch a couple nanterflies. We'll have them do it and make some more. (laughs) You see the youngins just start. Yeah, catch a nanterflies, make them do it. You see uh, Cooter and um, Adult Petrie start trying to catch them in the timeout bags. (laughs) They just, they just grab. They're just grabbing. Quick bully wugs. I think I, I turn I turn proudly to Beverly and Hardwan and I say, we truly are an organized people. <laughs> I mean, it just goes to show you what a community can do. Nanterflies bite, right? Oh yeah, they are got you sure little you teeth. They got longer teeth. Them. Ah, they're biting! They're biting! <laughs> There's a youngin in the bag! They actually oh. have multiple sets of teeth, you know, like a shark. Might be that wherever you go that doesn't have nanterflies would be an improvement. I can't imagine that. All right. <laughs> I'm going to pretend you didn't say that, my champion. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I instantly catch Mama on Enterfly. <laughs> uh, and and Mima goes, if nobody's here, they're not going to do any damage to the crick. They could care less about burning down some trees or something. If we're here... That's a wonderful notion. Right? The crick yeah. is safe. The crick is safe. safe. The crick is safe as long crick as it's empty. Safe we'll come back. If we don't come we'll back, then maybe our children or our grandchildren will come back. Okay. I think the real crick All right. okay, yeah. is inside your veins, flowing through your heart. That's right. That's, that's a, right. That's we, a, we've been drinking a lot the, of crick water. <laughs> take the bitch out the crick, but you can't take the crick out the bitch. Yeah. That's, what, that's what young Beverly I'm is saying. I'm saying that your say. blood is extremely thin. I think we have the only way. Uh, there is to win the war inside this little gem here. Yeah. And this, oh. this isn't just a tasteful necklace. This mm-hmm. is the key. Yeah. I was going to say, brother, that's, that's a hell of a nice gem, man. <laughs> Statement piece Thanks, for Cobb. sure. <laughs> it looks good with this cop squad shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you see Crick Elf Hardwan kind of looks jealous at your gem necklace. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Can I just say Cobb Squad sounds like a bachelorette party that's like starting off with Cobb salads? <laughs> This is you got to start having cop salads. This is this is Hardin, the Crick Hill fighter. He was raised by humans. Or no, sorry, he was a human raised by Crick Hill. <laughs> <laughs> he carries a giant uh he carries a giant sword. He looks wow. cool. Hardin? Hey man. <laughs> I can't hate you, brother. Hey, I dab him up. He dabs <laughs> you up. <laughs> do we? Uh, friend of Cobbs is hey a friend man, of mine. Do you know your dad? <laughs> Fuck no, I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. I damned my mom uh, too. Oh well. Yeah, oh dang. Yep, okay. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in the moonshine. You probably grew up with Harden, so you should. You, yeah, <laughs> Harden. Yeah. He's not that great in the timeout bag. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. That's probably our one difference. <laughs> <laughs> Still time to learn. <laughs> do we show um, oh, yeah, Mima so the, 
the gym? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness! So Ulfgar is in here. Oh yeah, shake oh, yeah. it up. <laughs> don't, don't, no! <laughs> Listen, you can hear him. <laughs> if you put your ears right next to it, you can hear him. You can yeah. hear him cussing me out. Yeah, right? he, he knows it's you, and he's mad. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh boy, well you're gonna have some dangerous folks after you. That's true. Mm-hmm. Pretty par. Um, no, so we, so we got to get yeah. this. We got to get this little gem to a geomancer who can set our hero free. Yeah, we're thinking of heading to uh, specifically Dwarven. I believe it was Dwarven Forged. Maybe mm-hmm. Apple Scrumper told oh, yeah. us. This, Someone told us this gem is. It's definitely Dwarven Forged. Yeah. yeah a, oh yes. I, oh, forgive me. We're with the expert on dwarves. Harden looks over at it. Winking that Harden. looks like a pretty rock to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're thinking of going to a, some sort of dwarven stronghold. I, th- I think the people who created it probably have the best chance of knowing how to how to break them out there. You see, she she looks at it. I've seen something like this before. It looks like some kind of demi planar prison. I think he's kind of caught there in another dimension, essentially. And yeah, this is some like. Ninth level spell shit, so <laughs> I can't. It. I can't personally break it. I think it's gonna take somebody with with that kind of specialty to to get rid of it. Did you, uh, on your travels, find anyone that could maybe tackle this? Well, you know, there are the dwarven king's hammers. The uh, the dwarven kings all have that's a cool word. Insanely powerful word. hammers that were apparently uh, blessed by the dwarven god Mord, and I would imagine. Hitting it with one of those might work. So we need to hit it with a big uh, hammer is what shit. you're saying. We've got a tiny rocket. It must be struck with a big hammer. I really think I'm the guy to do it. <laughs> I was just thinking maybe you want to pick up one of those king's hammers someday. It sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah, That's it seems like an easy a... thing to just take. Yeah, stretch goal. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find one of these king's hammers? Well, the bronze beards used to have one in old <clears throat> crag water. <clears throat> Crawfish in your tonsils? Yeah, sorry. Okay. A lot of brown. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that uh, old King Ludwig Bronzebeard went crazy and uh, his shattered because he lost his favor with Morden. Uh, but okay. there's uh, old Cyrus Coldane up in Frostwind's got one. Fucker. And then uh, Grimthor McGannis, the King of Iron Deep's got one too. So it looks like we got a, a left path and a right path. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, any of them sounds appealing, but I mean, Hard One's kind of our dwarven expert. The Coldane one sounds so- <laughs> solid to me. Coldane? Yeah, because that yeah, we should go there. Yeah. Um, for no any other, other reason? reason? No, just because I think that's, Isn't you know. that, isn't your ex getting married there soon? I th- oh, no, we no, already no. Gemma, is Gemma getting married, dude? She's not getting hitched. The Watchman was kind of losing his shit. He yeah, was, the uh, Watchman, his... his Trap was flapping. He was flapping his trap. Yeah, he yeah. said a lot of things about you. But we might as well go up there and see what's what, you know? Just like for for nothing yeah. else that to just just put it at rest that the Watchmen lied about a bunch of stuff, yeah. including uh, drug habits. Right. Sexual prowess. Yeah. Right. I assume there's that. a litany of things that the, that the Watchman really was off base. On. I mean, any of the things he said, say for the drugs, is are fine. Mm-hmm. They're fine they're if they're totally true. Fine. That's how. That's how I believed you when you said that he was lying. Is because I was like, that those aren't things to be embarrassed of. Exactly. Right. right. And exactly. you don't do drugs, so like. And I don't do drugs. Yeah. So I feel like if you know that about me, then it instantly disproves. 
the sex thing and the Gemma thing. Right, yeah, transitive so property. So as long as you know that I don't do the drugs, right. you know, I, yeah, all right. Transitive. Cool. All like seems about What are you staring at, Harden? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, man. I just You're just talking like somebody who does drugs. I don't know. Our friend Harden. I'm, I'm, I'm not much of a thinking guy, but... You know, sometimes hey, it takes but, it. Hey, button it up, Harden. This guy doesn't do drugs. Look at him. Yeah, isn't everybody moving today? Get go. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I better put my things in a tree. All right. Harden, Harden walks off. All right, so shall we then, if we're going to Cool Dane, maybe we uh, beat feet to the ship? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Mima, do you have oh. any cold weather clothes? Uh, it's probably going to be chilly where we're headed. I've never been in the cold before. Oh, oh, wait, what? You know, here it's pretty hot, so we got some, like, light cloaks that, you know, animal pelts and such that yeah. you can, you so can like lay Are we talking windbreakers? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Windbreakers, <laughs> raincoats, Let's not be ridiculous. Ponchos. There's a Ruby Tuesdays of this world, but there's no windbreakers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Mama scrambles off, and she comes back dragging, super laboriously dragging a bunch of pelts for we you guys. We probably could have helped you with that. Jeez. No, I can do it myself. You are so fiercely so independent, and scrambly. Uh, she brings Miss one. She brings a bear pelt back. Uh, runs back, drags a wolf pelt back, and runs back and grabs, uh, pulls like a little fox one for Beverly. Foxy. I oh. thought that this would be cute. <laughs> you were correct. I put it, it on a... and I switched the little tail around. It is very cute. I chase him. Oh my God, that's no. cute as hell. Don't chase him. Look at him. He's a little fox. <laughs> Old cop pinches your cheeks. Look at you. You're just oh. a little fox, aren't you? You know, you're just. You, what, Yippee skippy. Any other given day, all your armor, I never think to scoop you, but with that enticing little tail, I want to scoop that's you. That's a little scoop. <laughs> that enticing little tail. <laughs> I wiggle it in hard one's face. <laughs> you furtive little boy. <laughs> so old cob looks at you guys and he goes, I should probably hang out Come with, with hang out with these guys what? and be the muscle. Cobb, I've got a spell I've been wanting to cast on you. You know what? Save that spell, cause there's gonna be a lot more fighting to come, but I gotta help I gotta help these cricks get going. If you ever need help in a glade home. You just let us know. Send us an animal once you get there. Once yeah. they let you in safely. Oh, that's a great idea. We'll send an animal messenger to Frostwind. Y'all send one to Glade home. Okay. Oh, yeah. Pen okay. pals. Yeah. <laughs> Old cop starts to get a little teary-eyed. Definitely right. Okay. He's like trying to hold it in. We should write, like, we could write multiple letters if we wanted yeah, to. Yeah, you really know keep what? In touch. You know what? Me and Bev are going to go ahead to the ship you two can say your goodbyes if you oh, like. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's fine. We can do that or whatever. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Uh, he gives you guys hugs. I give a salute to the cricketeers. <laughs> I, the I steal a jar. Bye, I steal a jar with two nanoflies in it. Uh, okay, <laughs> you, you have little nanoflies floating around. I, I like I kick dirt for like a full ten seconds before <laughs> I look up. I'm just like, all right, Cobb, I'll, uh... Yeah, man. Yep. And then I just embrace you. <laughs> he, he, he hugs you deeply. We're going to see each other again, man. All right. Things will get worse before they get better. But when they get better, you and me, we're going to come here. We're going to sit at my crickside stump looking at this beautiful crick here, listening to the babbling streams, 
eating us some brown stuff yeah. and having a nice drink of crick water. You keep it light in the meantime, though. <laughs> you keep it light, brother. Uh, he gives you a hug. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Be safe. We're going to send you a messenger. You send us a messenger. The crick elves all wave to you guys. They're Animal, of course. <laughs> they're aboard uh, these trees and everything, and uh, Meemaw turns into like a stag so that she can run and lead them through the forest. Oh, hell yeah. Real good. And she just looks at you guys super majestically and does like a beautiful deer bow. I turn into a stag and do the same thing. <laughs> you bow back as a stag. Papa's riding you and Mama is riding Mima. And she says, the fate of Bohemia is in all of our hands. Farewell, my queen. <laughs> Farewell, my champion. I put my head on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and you see Mama uh, like pretends that she has little reins on dear Mima and does like a giddy up and Mima takes off running and the Ents and the Crick Elves uh, take off after them uh, into the forest. Not to ruin the moment, but I think my earring is getting infected. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's normal. Yeah? Yeah, it kind of becomes like part of the look. It's like pretty red. Hey, do you yeah. guys think it's weird that old Cobb didn't say bye to me? Oh, God, you're here. Balnor, oh, oh, hey, I'm staying with you guys. <laughs> Balnor, <laughs> yeah, they had a real rapport. Yeah. And we've got like a Balnor rapport, but yeah. like the the rapport between old Cobb and Hard One is, is legendary. You're not there yet. Give me a tuna sandwich, Balnor. <laughs> <laughs> she reaches into the bag. Uh, this is what I do best. We're getting closer. The bag boy. With every sandwich. <laughs> do you want your ears pierced, Balnor? Uh, no. Not <laughs> at all. Absolutely. Oh, really? Absolutely yeah. not. All right. I whispered to Moonshine, his ear is super infected. No. I'm trying I'm trying to downplay it. <laughs> it's like oh, too close Papa, to his Papa, brain to look Papa side eye hit. <laughs> I'm like bouncing the earring back and forth, being like, you sure? Check out how good it looks. We've gotta, we've gotta leave the earring in because Some... right now it's the only thing that's keeping all the pus inside. <laughs> uh, the second we take it out, I'm scared his brains are gonna leak yeah. out. You know what this happened to my this happened there. to my first Bobby when he got a, the stud in his ear and he goes over and he drains your ear for you, Bev. Oh. And then he gives a thousand yard stare. <laughs> Who's Bobby? <laughs> Balnor, don't touch the tuna again. <laughs> Hold on, wait. I have to add Bobby to the Balnor Nomicon. <laughs> I think it might have already been established that he has a son named I Bobby think you're right. because uh, we made a joke about him being Hank Hill. Oh, yeah. So you guys head for the field. You find your airship. We're not going to cover all of your guys' travel because this is a longer trip than you guys have ever done. You guys are going to be in the air for like three or four days. Whoa. This is this is a long Ooh, trip. Ooh, that's cool. kind of nice. That's like a little break. Yeah, yeah, so we'll say a little montage. Yeah. You guys okay. shoot off into the sky and start heading north. I have two things I'd like to do in my me time. Okay. One is I'm going to casually, when I'm by myself, look through Youngin's uh, knapsack for that book he stole from me <laughs> and start trying to learn a little bit. Okay, like, go mostly, ahead. And mostly getting frustrated and throwing it across the room. Go ahead and give me an intelligence check and uh, <laughs> we'll see how good you are getting at reading. Papa's reading over your shoulder. Check and we'll tell you if you find the book. <laughs> I got five. Uh -oh. A five? Okay, you get frustrated <laughs> on the first night and uh, don't get super far anyway. You like okay. try to learn what a W is, but you keep just drawing an M again and again. <laughs> it's just upside down mountains. What is this? <laughs> um, and then I also want to be uh, encouraging the nanorflies to get nasty. Mm, mm. <laughs> they're, uh, they're attacking each other. Can you yeah, do a charm fly? <laughs> I do have charm stocked. Do you? Yeah, could I cast charm sure. on a nanorfly? Wait, I have animal friendship. 
Okay. Oh. <laughs> if I do animal friendship on both of them, will they want to fuck each other? <laughs> Can I, uh, I essentially wing yeah. them for both of the nanobots? Yeah. If you want to, if you want to cast spells on goddamn insects, <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you have them fuck. Sure. Okay, I do that. Okay. Cool. For three straight. You see, <laughs> you see, one nanorfly is like flying around on the other nanorfly, fly fucking style. Wow, this is. <laughs> This is insane. Valor, um, you got to check this out. I think I'm, I'm going to spend my uh, few days sort of like trying to do very minor improvements of the ship. So when I, when I arrive, it looks, it looks cool. Uh, but mostly I'm just like sweeping stuff. <laughs> All cosmetic. Yeah, there are like holes in the airship. Yeah, so I'm like sort of trying to like put things in front of the holes so it doesn't look like it's <laughs> you, you put a bunch of cool magazines on the coffee table yeah, yeah. but I think a, this, the ship is sort of like the Millennium Falcon like I think it's awesome totally. anyway yeah. but I'm just like I'm like brushing it up making it look yeah. even more pristine <laughs> yeah. where everybody else who sees it thinks it's you frame all the posters that were previously on the wall held with sticky tack oh yeah that's the other thing <clears> I do I, I put my poster of Gemma in my <laughs> in my captain's room really it's a yeah. good look and then I um I start doing like sort of like calisthenics like uh circuit training <laughs> right <two> days. <laughs> nice uh I wanna talk to Moonshine yeah um and I, I say Moonshine can can I take a look at uh at Galad's sword oh, oh. absolutely yeah uh I give him over Rosaline I see does Rosaline I feel like since uh, Moonshine's been using it. It would maybe have like a kind of a mushroom aura to it now. Maybe like right now, it seems to just have the same properties that it had when it was Glad Sword. Like okay. it's got this like kind of white flame. But you do notice that after you crit during the fight with the Watchmen, it like gained some power. It gained some kind of charge. It like radiates a little bit of light now. Hmm. Interesting. Moonshine, you have fey ancestry, right? Yeah, I mean, they creep the shit out of me, but I am of them. I'm just wondering, It's it's been a long time since we've heard from everyone in the Feywild. Oh. Do you think we could maybe commune together, uh, Malora and Palora, a little powwow, yeah. and try and see if we can like peer into what's going on there Absolutely. through this sword? Absolutely, yes. Let's do it, no All matter right. what. If there's hand-holding involved, I'm <laughs> in. <laughs> I mean, I was going to keep it pretty sterile, but yeah, we could hold hands. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so maybe we put the sword... You know what? How about this? Okay. Can you make a mushroom circle? Yeah. And we'll put the sword Real in the middle? Easily. yeah. Okay. Um, and then... Cause the I, sword, take yeah. I take like my rapport spores, mm -hmm. and every spore I have, I take some of fungin spores. You guys want to try to kind of do a little ritual to little see seance. if you can use the sword through another plane. Yes, yeah. Okay, cool. Combined with the fungal network. Okay, cool. Fungal I'm gonna network, say, I'm, I got fey ancestry. Mm -hmm. Great. This was, it was not my intention for it to work through different planes, but why don't you guys roll and I'll just set a okay. decently high uh, difficulty check. What are we rolling? You guys Wisdom. both roll religion checks. Religion. Cool. I also want to add my vines to it. You can do religion or arcana. I'll let you do either one. Um, oh. How'd you do? I got a three. I got a 15. With a 15, you are not able to see into the Fey Wild, Beverly. Mm. But you do, you spend some time looking at the sword. And you remember that when Galad had it, and when you guys were able to listen in on Uncle Duck and Durlin and the people who had swords, that you could hear whispers. And yeah. right now, you hear like, very, very faint whispers. What are they saying? Yeah, what are they saying? You, you can't tell. It's just okay. like nonsensical speaking in tongues 
little whispers. Hmm. I hear whispers, but I can't really make them out. I know. I'm sorry. It could just be some sort of fae, some sort of sealy fae, some sort of unsealy fae. It's a tricky world there. That's why I am intimidated by them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's keep practicing. Yeah, I'll keep trying. Yeah. All right. This is going to be our little thing. This is (laughs) our little tea time. Perfect. Moonshine. Yeah. The nanorflies are fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Come quick. (laughs) One of them look pregnant yet. They've been going at it like crazy, but no one's having morning sickness. (laughs) Are they mammals? <laughs> Nobody knows. They do have they do have breasts. I that's and several sets of teeth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so as you breed nanner flies and fly north over the past over the next few days, let's go ahead and give you guys a history of Frostwind Ooh, and some woo. info on the dwarves that Hardwin would know. Is Frostwind the same as Coldane? Is that the Coldane same? is the family name. Mm. Ah, okay. and they are the the royalty of the of yep. Frostwind. Okay. So Frostwind is the only city in the frigid north, a northern continent separated from the rest of Bohemia by sea. It's ruled by King Cyrus Coldane, the patriarch of one of the three most powerful dwarven families, the other two being the Meganeses and the Bronzebeard. Each are descended from dwarves who are said to have climbed Mount Forge and had their hammers blessed by the dwarf god Moradin himself. Once they were gifted these king's hammers, the Bronzebeards founded Cragwater, the Meganeses founded Iron Deep, and the Coldanes founded Frostwind. Unfortunately, the Bronzebeard's hammer was lost when King Ludwig Bronzebeard lost his mind to the cursed mithril armor. His descendants feel much shame about losing their kingdom, but settled in Iron Deep, where they serve as advisors to King Grimthor Meganis. But now, the Bronzebeards have a new hope, Gemma Bronzebeard, who is set to marry the Pale Prince and eventually become queen of the Frigid North. The city of Frostwind itself has a very powerful military. Since the giants were banned to the Frigid North, the other major powers of Bohemia pay Frostwind to keep them at bay. Because of this, Frostwind is flush with cash and weapons. The city is home to many gifted geomancers and tinkerers, and the streets are patrolled by powerful, steam-forged machines called Iron Dwarves, who exist only to protect the city and uphold the Iron Law. Their big brothers, the Iron Golems, patrol the outside of the city wall, and a coalition of dwarven rangers called the Winter Wolves hunt giants in the tundra. The Frost Dwarves themselves look similar to Iron Deep Dwarves, but have evolved to have a pale blue tint to their skin. King Cyrus Coldane rules from the Cold Iron Keep. From his throne room, you can see Mount Forge in the distance, the highest peak in Bohemia, atop which Coldane's ancestor is said to have once met Moradin. There lies a mysterious purple crack that lights up the sky like the northern lights. It's said to be a crack in the material plane itself through which Moradin once traveled. But no longer travels, so there ain't no chance I can get Rosaline uh, blessed by Moradin. (laughs) We'll find out. Uh, so you guys park your airship in this big port. There are many ships, warships, snow is falling, there are chunks of ice floating in the sea. Uh, you guys luckily have your pelts, but you'll probably want to buy something a little meatier. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but you guys can get by for now. I sketch a picture of where we parked. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Responsible. Uh, in the distance, you guys can see the rift in the material plane uh, lighting up the sky with purple. You guys get here, and it's uh, it's getting to be like evening. And you see iron dwarves patrolling the docks. They walk with deliberate plodding. The sound of metal reverberates whenever they touch the ground. They're shaped like dwarves, but they've got no features, uh, just blackened iron. And much like Hard One, they've got uh, some kind of arcane battery in the center, but theirs is just like a ball of fire. They essentially look like fucking furnace robots. Uh, like TikTok from Return to Oz. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Does it look like that's in their armor or does it look like that's in them? It's, it's like them. They are not people. They're machines. Mm. Uh, there are also pale dwarf dock workers. Uh, they have pale bluish skin. A lot of them have uh, white hair, but there are some with brown or black. And you see as you guys pull in to park, you see a dock worker approaches you guys. And I'm going to preface this <laughs> dock worker speaking by saying that um, my good friend and amazing DM, Brennan Mulligan, introduced in this other campaign, these like pseudo Eastern European dwarves. And once I built this, I literally texted him to be like, can I please use Russian accent dwarves? Oh. And he gave me his blessing. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Brennan. And you could see my daddy DM uh, DMing uh, a show called Dimension 20 on College Humor Dropout. So yeah. check out uh, Brennan, and thank you, Brennan, for letting me uh, take your dwarves. Dasvidanya, my good dock worker. <laughs> Brennan is the man. <laughs> so uh, a dock worker uh, comes up to you guys, and he goes, how long you be staying here? I respond uh, in dwarven. Does he speak dwarven? Yes, I speak dwarven. Great. <laughs> then I respond in dwarven. <laughs> <laughs> you guys talk, he talks in completely clear dwarven to you. How long will you be staying here, friend? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey there, buddy. I'm just uh, just a few days, not more than a couple days. It's going to be five silver per night to be parked here. Hey, five silver. <laughs> I'm going to just sort of try to dwarf them down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's, you're going to, okay, you see, he goes, they uh, will not pay the iron price. Get the robots. I'll pay the can, iron price. Pay. I just want to pay you directly. You, now you owe me 10 gold. All right, guys. Let's come up the gold. I didn't hear wow. any of this because it was in Dwarven, so I'm like, you got us a deal. I talked him way down. <laughs> Silver tongue, this one. Uh, so you you pay the dock worker, and he kind of starts uh, roping off Ooh. your ship to make sure it's connected to the Who's dock. got our money, by the way? Who wrote down our the cash that we got when we were with uh, Apple Strunker? That's a good question. I don't remember how much I platinum we added. I think I wrote that down. Oh, I, I don't have I, I had, um, I said, I wrote down 2560, but that was before we added the platinum. We had 30 platinum. So we're good for gold, yeah. Yeah, you guys have a lot of money so hard one you do notice that a few of the ships nearby fly the banners of the bronze beard family uh it's this bronze this dirty orange color with a gold helm with horns and a gold beard flowing out and you do see that there are some dwarves aboard some of the ships and stuff cool wow hard one this could have been you <laughs> should have been me but <laughs> i had to break her heart you know <laughs> what are you gonna do oh how did it go down hard one i just told her i wasn't ready for a relationship <laughs> She took it pretty hard. Is there a reason we're here and not Iron Deep? Well, this was closer, I think. <laughs> it was actually way farther. I, I checked the map. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I didn't mind having extra time to let the nanoflies get to know each other. <laughs> There's a lot of them in that jar. We got to get a second jar. <laughs> Let's go shopping. We should all look good for the wedding, or for the geomancer. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, geomancers are picky when it comes to wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. so let's uh, go buy some warm clothes. Sweet. Okay. So you guys get off your boat. Uh, you Is enter there snow? 
Oh, there's snow everywhere. I right? dive into the snow. I've never been in snow before. Yeah, moonshine. Oh, that is going to be cold. It's like mud. Yeah, you guys are fucking, <laughs> you guys are cold as hell right now. You yeah. guys have windbreakers oh. on, or I've established that you don't have windbreakers on, but they're roughly Ooh. windbreaker level. I love it. Yeah. I love this brisk air. Yeah. Me Balnor, how you doing? You you didn't get a pelt. Yeah, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> do you want do you want my fox pelt? He's got like a tan dad jacket. I'm okay. I'm fine. He's like got like a, a car heart. Car that's yeah. what I was just thinking. <laughs> Balnor puts on his car heart Dang, jacket. That's that is rugged. Dad <laughs> warmth. Yeah. He runs yeah. hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, honestly, I could you could Balnor has shorts on. I only need a vest. Any, yeah. <laughs> just give me a plate of pasta. You I'll be fine. Are you kids the cold? AC on? <laughs> You guys mind if I blow this little fan on us while we walk? <laughs> yeah, Papa's all nuzzled up inside uh, your fur coat. Aww. Aww. No, that's adorable. We're I'm gonna get cold, him a little but this jacket. Is cute. <laughs> We're gonna get him a little jacket. We are gonna get him a little jacket. Do you guys, can we agree before we go in shopping that we spend the most money on Papa's jacket? Oh, yeah. always. Okay. <laughs> We're going straight to the sale rack for me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Uh, so you guys enter the kind of main district uh, after you get out of the docks, and you see that there are a lot of people around. You see mostly dwarves, but there are a, a few uh, humans and elves here. Uh, the homes are all very utilitarian. They all look the same, just rows and rows of spotless houses built of black stone with some, like, iron fixtures. Mm. Uh, they're broken up by the occasional tavern or shop. The streets are built uh, of impeccable cobblestone, each brick the exact same size, and you see these streets are are also patrolled by iron dwarves, and occasionally you'll see them with an iron dog. Mm. They have a little Ooh. iron dog. Oh, that's I, cute. I like start reaching my hand out to pet it. Do not <laughs> pet the dogs. <laughs> they just start going off, like letting like. Sorry, officer. Sorry. Do not pet the dogs. Uh, very sorry. Very sorry. Ah, it's a good thing you don't have any drugs on us, otherwise these dogs might notice. I know. <laughs> so you guys do, you guys uh, move past the residential district and you see that there is a small shopping district. Uh, you find a line of shops, most of which appear to be owned by the same family. You see Vinerals Furs and Finery, <gasps> Vinerals Gems and Geodes, and Vinerals Magic Metals. Well, Convenient little square here. Very yeah, nice. I'm actually a little uncomfortable with the consolidation of power. That sounds like a monopoly it to sure me. Is. It's family owned though. It's family owned. Here. True. Yeah, all right, fair. Small business. Everything around here is kind of family owned, and it's all owned by the same few families. Yeah, that. Yeah, all right. Well, not very fair. Is there yeah. any? Is there any place to eat? Certainly, yeah. There's a there's a tavern as well. Mm. How's everyone feeling? Everyone, anyone hungry? First, we got to get those jackets, bud. Okay. Yeah, I think. I think. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah, Beverly, you are your fully lips sick. Are blue. <laughs> you are ill right now. <laughs> I'm definitely. Let's go get some furs. All right. I just. I think that this is helping my earring, though. <laughs> the cold weather is. Uh, that is probably true. Yeah, <laughs> I, true. I'm putting some snow on it. <laughs> the swelling's going down. <laughs> it looks great, Bev. I look at hard one. It's just purple. We're gonna have a body in our hands if we don't act. <laughs> you see his cheek is starting to look infected. <laughs> the right side of his face is in, I think, complete paralysis. It's fine. I, I have I have excellent healing because I'm a paladin. Yeah, I can tell. It's working. 
right. Should yeah. we go to Let's the... Let's go in. You yeah. want to go to Furs yeah. and Finery? Furs. Cool. So you guys enter Venerals Furs and Finery. It's this small boutique. There are fur cloaks and capes made from various Arctic animals, foxes, polar bears, wolves. Uh, then, of course, there is the more fancy attire, elven silks, robes, sensible dwarven suits, vests, jackets, surcoats. Uh, and you're greeted by an older, pale dwarven woman with long black hair in an extremely revealing robe uh, <laughs> and a large blue medallion necklace. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, welcome to Venerals uh, Furs and Finery. <laughs> hello, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Uh, I was wondering, what's the weirdest animal you, you got a pelt of? <laughs> See, uh, she, uh, she looks around. And... Not most expensive, just weirdest. <laughs> We have this one. He's a very sick bear. Very sick bear. And she pulls uh, out a very weird polar bear pelt that, like, one of the eyes is way lower than the other. <laughs> it basically just looks like a Cyclops bear. You Cyclops bear. You buy? Yeah, you buy Cyclops buy. bear. Y'all ever heard of the ugly produce movement? I'm the ugly fur movement. <laughs> Sustainability, y'all. How much? Uh, strange uh, weird bear for five gold. All right. Five gold. Let's make it six. Six. Oh, you're too kind. I am very rich. No need to do this. You are. You are very stupid. I love you. <laughs> well, oh, thank you. I think I love you. Oh, and we are so so blunt, but so kind. Yes. You're a little boy. You're a very little boy. I Hi. I'm just wondering if I could trade up from this uh, fox fur to an Arctic fox fur. Uh, she um, fixes you uh, up with a Arctic fox fur, and uh, and one for my friend here too. Thanks, kid. <laughs> uh, from right. Belmore. <laughs> oh, I do not. I no. think I might be out of the <laughs> fox I have, uh, do you have like a, a snow squirrel. Okay. I have snow squirrel for him. Yeah, give uh, him she a gives snow him squirrel. a weird rabid squirrel. Is that uh, okay that with you? Awesome, Belnor. It's uh, okay. There's still nuts in it. There's still nuts in its mouth. <laughs> That's a bonus. Uh, I'm going to need Snack the most on those. ferocious looking jacket that you have. Well, you know what? Uh, the winter wolves, they, they are the ones who wear the wolf pelts. You are not. You are soft boy. You cannot. I'm not a soft boy. <laughs> you're a soft boy. You do not. <laughs> I you're not, lift you are up not my winter wolf. leg and shore my quad. You, that is, you are a hard boy. Yeah. I will I'm give you that. Boy. But you are a boy. You're not, you are not the, uh, you, you are not a pale dwarf uh, fighting in the Arctic. You a are, pale dwarf. You are a summer boy. You are I'm sum, not a you summer, summer boy. boy. You have pink not, I'm cheeks. Anything but a summer pink boy. cheeks at the summer boy. I head butter. <laughs> Oh my god! A sign of honor and respect. <laughs> wait, wait, what kind of headbutt? Just like, you know, uh, like a hey, I'm one of you. We're, uh, okay. This is how the dwarves are. So not an attack. Other. No, no, not an attack. Okay. Like, jumped yeah. for his dice. You want, you're this is not the kind of place that it's okay to get into no, a fight. No, I'm not trying to get into a fight. I'm trying to do something dwarven so she knows that I was uh, raised yes, by dwarves. Dwarven headbutts. Yeah, the you, dwarven headbutts. Mm, summer dwarves do dwarven oh headbutts. Fine. Give me a give me a summer dwarf. <laughs> okay, I find I find. How about the bear? Just a regular bear, not an ugly bear. Ma'am, uh, as a compromise, do you have a snow leopard? I do have a snow leopard. Would you huh? like a snow leopard? I'll have a snow oh, that's leopard. Dope. It's a little skullacy, but she gives you a I snow love leopard. It. it looks weirdly like skullus. Like, <laughs> did he maybe explode from his fungal thing and then get shipped here uh-huh. by some nah. illegal Esri thing? Uh, now, we have one more point of order. I'm looking for a very specific item. What I'd really like is sort of a mink-lined armadillo shell 
from my, we do not from have my armadillos. Here. He's a oh, summer he's... boy, but we also have a very special scramble I... boy. Oh, yeah, for he's cute. Boy. Make good, make good stew from him. Mm. No, right. no, 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 no. Squeeze him. Get out his little insides. No, no ma'am. Excuse him you. Up. Yes. Are you... <laughs> this is my this is my life and my blood right here that you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he is not going in anyone's stew. Okay, we get him little jacket. We get the stew little jacket. Uh, okay, okay. Right now, you're being a bit dismissive of him. I'd like to let him have his moment to try on and pick his favorite jacket, please. Uh, yeah, we're going to need to do We're spending a lot of money here. <laughs> we are going to need to do a full montage of uh, Papa trying on different jackets. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and we're Papa, all sitting back. Papa tries on a variety of small critter <laughs> outfits. Rare. <laughs> Ram. He goes around with his Arctic fox. They, thing don't, on. they don't have a mink lined armadillo show. They don't have armadillos, no. Uh, but they would have like a mink or like a stoat yes. or like um, an, ermi- an ermine. Oh. I don't know what an ermine is. It's a type of stoat. I don't know I don't what a stoat is. It's like a pine is. martin. Oh. <laughs> oh, our little green teen. <laughs> There's a lot of different types of weasels. All right, I'll just go for I'll just go for one that. Um, Do you want an ice weasel? <laughs> yeah. Right. Ooh. He gets an ice weasel pelt. Oh, it's like a little cape. Ram. Oh. Looks Do good. You, Do you like it? Ram, <laughs> He gets all cozy in it. It looks like he's got a little sleepy bag. He inst- instantly falls asleep. Oh. Wake uh, up, bud. <laughs> I shove him in my in my overalls in my bib. Okay. Um. Well, next item on the, on the list. Uh, shall, shall we check out the check out to the. Yeah, let's go to that. Well, the, we could go the, to the tavern and maybe ask around. Oh, we could try and get ask, a good deal. Yeah, let's go to let's get a drink. Hear what's going on in the town. All right, what's yeah. the talk of the town right now? Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. Oh, let's go eavesdrop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you guys find the closest tavern to you guys is the Ice to Meet You in and Tavern. <laughs> uh, inside, there's. Inside, there's a hearth uh, that gives the room a warm glow. There are big wooden tables with candles atop them, dripping wax on the wood. It feels very much like, you know, a tavern or something that you'd see in Winterfell. A like chalet. Yeah. Uh, the walls are covered in various dwarven knickknacks like picks and axes. You see a pot-bellied bartender with a dirty t-shirt and suspenders works behind the bar. Uh, this is, you know, another pale dwarf. He's got white hair. And there are various pale dwarves having a drink. You also see a table of these winter wolves. Uh, These are fierce looking hunters, one man and two women. They're all sturdy and covered in pelts. There's one woman who has a full wolf headdress with an actual wolf head. And you can just tell by the way she carries herself that she's some kind of leader uh, within the rangers there. They've all got pale blue skin and white hair. And sitting next to the main woman is a motherfucking big ass white wolf. uh, Just laying on the ground, chewing on some meat. And you see they're speaking very quietly to each other. That lady's got the jacket I wanted. Yeah, she really does. Do you think I should ask if it's okay if I can pet her dog? I think that we, you and I, should both go pet her dog. Uh, we go and pet her dog. Just pet her dog with No, no, asking? I ask no, politely first. No, we ask politely to uh, pet her You dog. see they're speaking in hushed tones, and as you walk over to her, they just stare at you with an icy glare. I think I just <laughs> what say... Do you, what do uh, you want? My little nephew here wants to pet your dog. It's very cute. He's a wolf. He's very dangerous. <laughs> uh, I can speak with animals. <laughs> cool. Okay. Do not, he, she grabs you by the neck. Mm? Do not cast spells in here oh. on my dog. Yes, ma'am. Apologies. I, I was just going to try to commune so with him. I'm so sorry. He is 
11. Go ahead and make like a persuasion check or some some kind of check to make her not mad at you. Okay. That's going to be a ooh plus seven. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Mm-hmm. I got a one. Okay. <laughs> you got a one. I do not like your aunt here, but you are a cute little boy. I just thought you got a really cute dog. My dog is cute. A good dog means you've got a good owner. That's just the rules. Thank you for saying that. You're very kind. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Can I get a, a little puppy kiss from your doggy? <laughs> hey, we are the winter wolves. We are very dangerous rangers. Do not do this to under other winter wolves, okay? Okay, that's a real cool name. But thank you. It is very cool. And this is the a winter wolf. His name is Oscar. He is, he is quite nice, but... Uh, I can be quite mean, but you can talk to my. Oh, dog, you kind of got like a fire and ice thing going on. Sort of, yes. That's uh, cool. Like a good cop, bad kind cop. Kind of like fire ice, and ice, but <laughs> like an ice, ice baby. Yes, I see. What and you I'm mean. the baby. You're a baby. You're a cute little baby. Okay, you can talk to my dog. Okay, I talk to the dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, you what sound you just doing, like your baby? your master. That is, I we are friends. She is not my master. Oh, okay. You sound just like your friend there. What was her name? Her name is Toma. Toma. Wow. So you're uh, you're one of the Winter Wolves. I guess you are the Winter Wolf. That's right. Named after me. <laughs> That's <laughs> Not cool. Not me specifically. My name is Oscar. So how are things hap- How are things in the town? I know that there's uh, a lot going on. Things are not great. Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> I scratch behind Oscar's ears. <laughs> you see, <laughs> you see, Toma turns. What are you saying to my dog? I'm saying he's a very good. You're boy. trying to get secrets to my dog. No, it's just saying he's a good boy. What is your deal? You good little bean. <laughs> <laughs> you cute little tootie. That's what I'm saying. And but then I do ask again, like, hey, you know, we're we're new in town. We just want to make sure that we're not getting ourselves in anything, anything tricky. Uh, I say that to the dog. Okay, <laughs> the dog goes. Mm, it is official. Winter wolf business, but uh, town is dangerous. Do not break laws. Do not uh, do bad things, okay. and, and you'll be okay. All the safer with you watching it, Oscar. Hey, that's right. Uh, I, I, I give Oscar a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he licks you on the face. Okay. You're a good boy. I All love right. you. You are my dad. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> hey. Do not, this is not your dad, Oscar. Get, <laughs> you get the way, Oscar. Do not you try to get another boy. dad. You're a little baby boy. <laughs> He's not your baby boy. He's a wolf. Please, we have, we have official business Okay, here. okay. I'm sorry official to bother you. This yeah, yeah. We're nice just talking here to for you. I do not know here. about your aunt. Yeah. She's a rotten aunt. You know, some days I don't know about me either. So. She's a rotten aunt, it's, you. This is her first time seeing snow. I'm a very kind and I can't summer speak aunt. to every... I am a summer aunt. You know is what? That right? I don't understand why summer's being thrown around like an insult she, in these parts, but she, sure thing. Do not know hardship. You think giant wars ended. Giant wars never ended. Giant wars just become frostwind problems. You think I don't know hardship? You think that down in the creek we don't know hardship? You think that all my people ain't just packed up all their belongings to go beg at the feet of the people that just uh, have already expelled them from their rooty tooty kingdom? Give me a persuasion check with advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Nat 20. (laughs) (gasps) She goes, you're from the creek? Yeah. That's true. Do you know Jolene the Green? That's my Mima. Oh, she is good elf. 
Yeah. You are a good elf. That's what you I thought. You come from good family. Look and at this. Which means I'm also a good aunt. You are. I take it back what I said about you being an ant. You are a very good ant. Sometimes it's hard to make out the truth with the snow blowing. Sometimes it is hard to see who is a good ant and who is not a good ant, but I have decided you are a good ant. Well, I am pleased to make your acquaintance. Yes. Good girls, good, hardy people. Yeah. It's not like summer elves. Summer elves live on their own island. I do what agree. they want. Beauty. Walk around that, acting like they know who their fathers are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is what I say, and most of them do, which is the disgusting thing. It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, knowing who your dad is. Yeah, I'm buying around. I'm buying around for this table. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm buying around. You buy around. The other guys. What the do y'all have to drink say, here? Uh, you, yeah, you walk up to the bartender. Uh, we just have, we have light ale and we have uh, dark ale. Ooh, dark ale. Dark it is. Would you like a dark ale? <laughs> yeah. Pours you like an amber ale. Ooh. Amber. Well, I, like guess that, I guess that's what counts for dark. We are pale dwarves, so for us, this is pretty ah, dark. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Uh, right. So, yeah, you guys buy around for the uh, winter wolves. Yeah, putting that platinum to use. Um, Via Rapport Sports. That, that costs you like a negligible amount of money. You don't even yeah. have to take cool. that off. Great. Via Rapport Sports, I'm kind of saying, I like these folk. I'm glad that we're in good with them. I don't know that we should be asking them about a geomancer. No. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's talk to the bartender. Bartender's yeah, always Yeah, bartender's okay. yep. always no. Uh, hey, uh, first, I'll have two dark ales. Dark ale. Yeah. Dark ale for summer boy. Yes. <laughs> not a summer boy. <laughs> you here for the wedding, summer boy? No. There's no. no what, what wedding? The wedding. Yeah, what wedding? I didn't even the realize one, there was a wedding. The royal wedding. You've not heard of. You've come. You've just come to snow ice for no reason. Well, she's never seen snow. We just, oh, yeah. Oh, you're on your honeymoon. Just inherited an airship. No, we are not together. <laughs> <laughs> not together. Oh, yes, the royal royal wedding. Uh, the Bronzebeard summer doors come here. They who's uh, the who's that pale prince locking down? That's really interesting. I, he uh, was such a wiener when I was growing up. What did you say about the pale prince? I said I'm surprised he found love because he was always so sickly and. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am just like tipping the bartender as we're talking. Forty <laughs> percent. I would like fifty gold to not call the police on you. I'm oh. really hemorrhaging our cash here. Yeah, I think that we're. I, would I think like we're fifty gold to pretend we don't talk. I'll stop talking shit about the prince now. Here's yes. fifty gold. Please leave. <laughs> oh come leave on. Leave the establishment, or I will call the Iron Dwarves. All right, we'll go. But first, do you have sliders? You will go now. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, bye. Venerals it is. Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money just to be sure. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings, folks. With Rocket Money, you got full control over all of your subscriptions and a clear view of those expenses. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place, so if there's anything you don't want, Rocket Money will help you cancel it with just a few taps. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate your bills lower for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They will deal with customer service and all those AI chatbots so you don't have to. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and it's saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. That is saving their members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't 
use, cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. That is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw, rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Factor. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. You can check out their menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto-Friendly. Folks, their fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes, so no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart your new routine What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from, every week you'll always have new flavors to explore. So make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy and nutritious options and also keep that kitchen time to a minimum. Factors meals are ready in just two minutes, so that's no shopping, no prepping, no cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Head on over to factormeals.com slash pawpaw50 and use the code pawpaw50 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code pawpaw50 at factormeals.com slash pawpaw50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, everybody. These people are uptight. I whispered yeah. that. It's reposteful. <laughs> <laughs> this is Hard my one. Usually I want to give you the benefit of the doubt, but that's 100% on you, my friend. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was a little bit on you, but they are a bit uptight. Right? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. tightly wound. Yeah. I think they're just cold. In general, we shouldn't talk bad about, you know, the ruling the family. <laughs> it's just that, I mean, you guys, where I grew up, this the Pale Prince is a notorious dweeb. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, I literally really thought it was well known let's to go, everybody. You see, iron dwarves are just like plodding by. <laughs> We're just gonna go ahead and keep that down. Yeah, How about hard one. the uh, boy no, yeah, king? Yeah, totally. I, where I come from, the boy king isn't exactly cool, but like you know, he does own several guillotines, so you kind of just go with it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, sh- should we head to Venerals? Yeah, let, let's go to the gem place. All right, but l- let's not tell them that we've got a gem. Yeah. No. Let's just inquire okay. casually. Let's maybe pretend like... Window shopping. Let's maybe pretend like we're looking for like an engagement ring or something like that. So we're okay. like, we want... We'll, or a we'll, gift we'll for the royal wedding like, or something, too. Oh, that's true. So we want something that's like made by someone really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what we'll do. So you guys walk over to Venerals, Gems, and Geodes, and you see from the outside it almost looks like a jewelry store, but instead of rings or necklaces, there are just the gems themselves, just big-ass sapphires, wow. emeralds, rubies, and various other precious stones uh, sitting in display cases throughout. And you see they kind of have a little bit of like magic energy to them. Like you guys can definitely, certainly the spellcasters can kind of sense that that there's something going on with these things. Master Beverly, this is the place that I was recommended to find to help you find a wedding gift. We are hmm. finally doing Operation Fancy Boy. <laughs> it I, feels like the perfect you're chance, You're doing Operation right? Fancy Boy? You look away, and then when you look back, I am wearing a frilled collar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a deception check. As, me? Uh, no, no, no. Beth oh, okay. can do it. Okay, uh, that's going to be 10. 10, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Hmm, yes, this offering seems satisfactory. <laughs> you see that 
behind the counter that you've approached and just uh, pseudo insulted uh, is this uh, pale dwarf who's wearing this like deep purple robe with like little blue gems on it. And he's where he's got like 10 rings on. He's this kind of weird looking dude. Hell yeah. And he goes, we, this is the Vineral family gems. This is the best gem you're going to find with the boy. Where's your mother? Are you, are you his mother? Oh, I, I know. I called him master. I'm, I'm his. Uh, mm. This is one of my valets. Valet. I'm a valet. I have several valets that attend me in my needs and my wants and my whims. <laughs> do you have gold? Oh, do I have gold? <laughs> Balnor. Ah, <laughs> uh, Balnor walks in <laughs> with the bag of holding. Show this. Give this man a platinum in good faith. <laughs> uh, he takes the platinum from you. Okay, that is. Uh, Lot of money to just give to me. Thank right. you. Bev's officially lost more money. On <laughs> sure, <laughs> now. That's true. <laughs> Very well. Uh, what what uh, type of gem are you looking for? Well, I'm I'm just window shopping here. I'm rapport sporing while I'm kind of uh, uh, bloviating a bit. Yeah. Uh, should I ask if they have gems that can be enchanted, or if he is able to remove enchantments, or what should I ask about? Oh, what if we told him we had like. An heirloom, what, an, a cursed heirloom, yeah. and we're we're optioning the idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I have an heirloom, uh, but unfortunately, it is a bit cursed. Uh, my my grandmama, mm, her ghost lives inside it, and we're wondering if you might have the ability to uh, remove curses Ooh, or gran- uh, disenchant a gem. Grandma gem, yes, very problematic. <laughs> You I get have, a lot of those up here. <laughs> yes, I am. I am salesman. Uh-huh. Uh, I have geomancer cousin. His name oh. is Morin. He Ooh. works in the back. I like to call him Moron because I oh, think that fun. is funny. Okay. It is funny for me. Seems but like he is, an unhealthy work relationship. Yes, it is. I bully him. <laughs> I do not like him, but I love him, and I love you. I wish I had a brother. I love you too. I love. All I of like you. this. I like this about <laughs> being up here. What did you say your name was again? My name is Oleg. Could we perhaps get private, uh... A private consultation yeah. with Morin? I'd take you in the back to meet uh, Morin if you want to uh, maybe get a gem looked at or something. That would be wonderful. Okay, come back. You follow me. Balnor, Moonshine, Dummy, <laughs> come along. Yes, I'm your humble valet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I raise your hood a little bit to cover your very infected ears. <laughs> this guy uh, leads you guys uh, to the back, and there's this workshop. Uh, there's this weird little hunchback dwarf back here. Uh, he's wearing a very dirty robe, and you just see his back. You see that there are, like, half-finished projects in here, like magical weapons that are being powered by gemstones. And you see that he's casting spells on something. He's like hunching over some gems and like a dagger. And then you see there's an explosion and he grabs his face. He goes, oh, I have I have burned my face again. And he turns around and you see he's just like, his face is like a little bit melty. You see he's missing an eye and has scraggly hair. You see he's got tons of scars and bandages from explosions and tinkering. And um, the other guy goes, Hey, moron, there are some people here to see you. My name is not Moron Oleg. Stop bullying me. This is a toxic work environment. I love y'all. <laughs> it's fun report. I love you. I, I love these people. I love you too. Um, Moron, we've got a uh, consultation we'd love to talk to you about. 
Yes, consultation. I put my hand on his shoulder and I lesser restoration him to try and uh, soothe his pain a little bit. Cool. Go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage. Or performance. Um, Yeah, can I do performance? Or I'll do persuasion because I have a plus seven in that. Cool. Uh, 17. 17. Cool. Oh, thank you. You you heal my burn a little bit. My face still ugly, but uh, and not and not Yes, hurt I'm as a much, Renaissance no. boy. Oh, <laughs> you're mad, a little magic boy. Yes. Uh, what what can I do for you? What needs doing? You have uh, cousin, tell me you have ghost in your rock. Um, here's the thing. We don't really, Morin. We want to talk to you alone. Your brother, you know, he's a front he's a front store guy. Yes. Get out of here. Get out of your Oleg. You are the front store boy. <laughs> hey, fuck you, moron. <laughs> Oleg walks off. He okay. is the real moron. Uh, I am a geomancer. He sells rocks, I make rocks. Who's smarter? Hmm? Definitely you. Yeah, it's contentious. You control the Thank supply. You. Yes. Uh, we close you the door. Okay. Look how, like a genius. How can I help you? Um, I'm rapport sporing. What do you think? Should we show him? Should we just show him? I guess we should. Should we whip it out? Everyone just, like, be ready to fight. Yeah, if we need yeah. to, we can well, kill what, him and run away. What do we do? I mean, once we show him, though, we have to either know. Can I do, like, an insight check to see if... Sure. See... Yeah, yeah, see what his deal is? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. That's smart. That is 16. So, just general kind of insight check, just using your own senses and logic. You know that these guys are are either in the Veneral family or are, like, adjacent to it. And you can kind of just pick up that they're kind of one of the more powerful houses. So so they would have, like, they wouldn't be as afraid of... Or they would have the ears of very important people. And so, like, just being, like, straight up, hey, we have Ulfgar might not be the best idea. Right. Right. But... Okay. Okay, so, yeah, uh, hands on just your hilts, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. So we're not going to tell him we have Ulfgar. No, but we are going to show him about prison gems. Yeah, we don't have to show him, right? We just ask. Yeah, Yeah, whatever you want. Let's ask. You are standing here, just here. I cannot tell if that is because sometimes I slip into unconsciousness because of all the explosions that have hurt my brain. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it was that. Yeah, we were all just. Oh, okay. I was out for a minute. I'm sorry. It's okay. I love you. (laughs) I love you. Yes, you. I love you specifically, tall, tall dwarf. Is that like a common... You're the first person that recognized me as a dwarf in this guy. <laughs> Great yes, city. You look like very tall summer dwarf. I'll, hard, call you, hard I'll begin calling you summer boy. That's me. <laughs> hard one. I don't really know how the dwarf in language works, but is I love you kind of like a common saying? <laughs> it's it absolutely is, not. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, These are checking. some weird ass people. <laughs> so we want to know about prison gems. Mm, we want to know about how to get someone out of a gem that they have been imprisoned in. Oh, that's... Those n- those are not legal for anyone to have except for King Godain. Long ago, we made a prison gem so that King Godain could imprison his enemies, but only he can release them. Got it. Cool. Cool. Interesting. Huh. So, so, why would so it's not like a iPhone that you can prison break or anything like that? That is illegal for you to have a prison gem. Yes, do you, we don't. Do you have a prison gem? No, 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 no. no. We have... Why would you? Why are you coming back here asking questions about prison gems if you do not have one? We're tourists, you know. We just heard that there were these crazy prison gems. We were curious. You yeah. buy something. Committing crimes is for customers. You buy something, 
We're not committing any crime. But yeah, yeah we're, we're not, not committing Why do you have crime? prison gym? How many? How we much? don't have a prison we gym. Don't you're, have a prison you're, gym. You're, you're clearly concussed. Lauren, here's a question. How much would we need to buy for these questions to not happen? You pay me 1,000 gold. I put gem in your weapon. We pretend you did not come. Or you came and you just bought something. What sort Wait, of you a... could put a gem in my weapon? I could put a gem in your weapon. I could oh, put yeah. a gem in your weapon. I could put a gem in your weapon. I love you. <laughs> we only it did need... say that on the sign outside. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We only need one gem. Just uh, one gem. Are you sure Moonshot, about that? You, you can do it. You don't want a gem in your weapon? I fucking hate these people. This okay. is all reports. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Moonshot, right. get a yeah. gem in your weapon. Throw a gem, Rosaline. Uh, do you want emerald for poison damage? You want uh, ruby for fire damage? What kind of? I'll take a ruby because I got poison out the wazoo. Oh, you very saucy woman. Very poisonous. <laughs> <laughs> very poisonous. We get married. Bad sauce. You and me get married. Okay. You want to get married? <laughs> very married. forward you community. Will, you will marry me? <laughs> yeah. This has never worked before. I've got. Well, see, the problem is I have all these nanorfly children that I'm looking for a daddy I for. I will be. A dad to, to your flies. I will make a ring for you. Yes, okay. we are engaged. Yeah. We are engaged to be married. I give you ring. I give you ring now. Oh, he's doing it. I, I thought you were gonna make it. I um, want a special ring. I you want, want a special one to, ring. I okay. want you to make a nice one. Okay. I pat Balnor on the back. <laughs> just, she moved on fast, and this this fella is not a looker. Balnor, we gotta get you ordained. You gotta uh, do the ceremony, my man. Don't do um, that to him, Beth. <laughs> so you see, he he does. He he grabs this uh, giant ruby um and he takes rosaline from you and uh he walks over to his little workstation you see he hunches over it and he holds his hand up and you see these like tiny explosions of arcane energy <laughs> like just kind of hitting he's not wearing goggles or anything ow ow this hurts it hurts me to do my oh, job Lord. uh hard, hard one give him your goggles <laughs> no <laughs> Uh, until finally he returns to you and uh, Rosaline now has a red ruby in the hilt and Rosaline now does an extra d6 of damage of fire damage every time it hits hell yeah Uh, fuck yeah I thought we were just getting like bribed by like eastern european thuggery no you I mean you commit you know you commit crimes that's for customer Uh, Moonshine your fiance is awesome Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, to get, yes, when is, wanna, good, when is good for you? Maybe in my, uh, in my engagement ring or my wedding ring, you put some more damage in there, too. <laughs> I love you, my beautiful, <laughs> my beautiful big wife. All right, I'll, I'll stop back uh, and we'll talk wedding later. Yes. Oh, by the way, when is the royal wedding? The royal wedding is in seven days. Seven days? Yes. Hmm. Tonight, hmm. tonight, welcome party. You're invited to a uh, bronze beard wedding, yes? Uh, yeah, we're all... We're all guests. Oh, yeah, we're on the guest list. Yes, yes. see you. My family hosting a welcome party for guests at uh, it's wedding week. We, we celebrate the weddings all wedding week, week long. Awesome. What's the, um, what's the dress code for tonight? Just out of curiosity. Very, very fancy. So something like what we're wearing now? No, you look like garbage boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hot summer garbage wearing boy. Wearing my new pants. <laughs> Those very tight. Yeah. Very tight jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Veneral, do you happen to ha- own a uh, a tailoring store as well? That is next door. There is uh, Veneral's finery. Yeah, we yeah we. Yes, were there. my wife yeah. owns that. 
Wait. <laughs> you're, you're, you're married? Yes. Oh, but we just got engaged. I thought that you would say no, but now I'm going to divorce my wife. So <laughs> oh, that so I... it's not even like a poly oh, thing. Oh, okay. I got to be real. I wasn't actually going to marry you. Please don't divorce your wife. Although, if you were willing to hop ship so quick, maybe you should divorce her. But maybe you should take some time to yourself. I will think about this. <laughs> think long and hard. Um we're going to go over there and grab yeah. some fine clothes. You are so concerned with clothes well, right just, now. Well, just we're going to go. We got to go to this, That's this smart. event. We should blend in. Yes. I should look really hot. I think that everybody it's just It's like a camouflage to, yeah. thing. That's why you're fixated I wanna, on it. I want to blend in. Absolutely. Yeah. It is weird that the, the watchman was right about the wedding, though. That's well, strange. No, it, oh, it, we know there's that. a royal wedding, but he's not marrying. But who's this guy marrying? Jim Abrunsbeard. I Hardwood nod. <laughs> Summer dwarf girl. Uh, Isn't that head. your ex? Wait, yeah. Um, I'm really parched. Can we go back into that tavern? Even though the other guy <laughs> we wants to kill allowed. us. We are not allowed. Oh shit! Yeah, we keep getting kicked out of places. Is there like a less good tavern we can go to? <laughs> There's certainly other taverns. Yeah. All right, but well, first, we sh- let's get some. Cl- we should yeah, get some yeah, clothes yeah. so we can go to this party. But cool. then I'm gonna need to pregame before we go. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. Hard one is shook. Yeah. <laughs> to the core. You guys, you guys go back to uh, a strong core. <laughs> Vinerals, furs, and finery, and you guys can kind of get whatever okay, uh, cool. you guys would cool. like for. Um, I don't need anything yeah, fancy. What are, you, what are you guys looking for? I'd there like are, to wear a little suit as well. There are gowns. Ooh. There are suits. Would you, would you like, like a little suit? A little suit okay, yeah. so you buy like a nice elven pants suit. It looks like yeah. kind of like a. Robe. I want to look like Kate Blanchett. Beautiful. Hell so yeah. do you want it to be like black? Yeah, I want it to be like black with like a deep plunge in the front. Perfect. I want to look like Kate McKinnon. Okay, so that costs you like twenty-five gold. Cool. And what do you what do you want to wear, Beverly? <laughs> also a little suit. Okay, so you get a little suit. What color? Uh, green, obviously. Okay, you get like a little green suit uh, with like gold trimming. Yeah, Ooh. I think like it's got it's got like a golden bolo tie. Nice. <laughs> uh, Balnor buys the exact same thing, so it just looks like you're dressed like you're. Oh. <laughs> We're twins. Okay. Uh, All right. Hard one. The hard one. What are you? Uh, what are you wearing? Yeah, I just want like a pretty nice suit, and then I want. I'm gonna put my snow leopard thing over it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. What color? Would or you, you could like? put it under, so it's like the blazer over the hoodie. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like a tech billionaire. Yeah. 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 Dark gray. Dark gray. <laughs> charcoal. Cool. You get you get a nice little charcoal suit. That's nice. You guys are kind of dressed in like what Joffrey would wear in Game of Thrones. You've got that little like it almost looks like a little like a turtleneck cut. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah. doublet. Uh, and then over it you guys have like little cloaks and you're wearing like uh your a snow leopard cloak and moonshine's me, got a plunging I, neckline. Yeah, actually, I changed my mind. I look like Blake Lively in that new movie where she's wearing like a little vest. So it's just like the little like. Uh, formal vest. We look mm-hmm. good pants. though, yes. right? I want to look like Rob Stark. That's what I want to look like. <laughs> okay, yeah. you get you get dressed up like Rob Stark. Great. Okay. So yeah. hot. All right. Uh, I guess like, are we just straight up gonna go in there and pretend like we belong? Oh, while we were uh, all in the place uh, checking our wardrobe and trying stuff on, uh, I rifle through hard one stuff to see if I can find Arcane. <gasps> okay, go ahead and do a yeah. Go ahead and do sleight of hand. It's a ten. I think your passive perception is ten hard one. So you do you notice Bev like fishing through your pockets? Quit 
looking through my pockets. I was pervert. just I was looking for snacks. <laughs> I don't have any. You got any snacks? Knock it off, Bev. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no snacks here. I wouldn't be this mean to him, but he's close to finding my arcane. <laughs> I just assume that it's like hard one is going through something, so that's why I'm like, oh man, hard one is testy. Yeah, yeah I'm pissed. You usually have craisins. It's just weird. That <laughs> Let's you just go back to the ship right. and huff some crick water before we go to this fucking party. Yeah, Sounds you're right. Good. We've spent Sounds a good. lot of money. We should pregame at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. There's <laughs> half a bag of salsa. You guys, you guys buy your fancy clothes and go back to your shitty ass boat on the docks. With the iPhone inside oh, a cup. These people are tough, huh? Listen like to it. Kid tough. Cuddy. Watch me do We have one cup that we have to share. <laughs> you guys are just passing the crick water around. <laughs> Now, now I'm just picturing it being like a music video where we're all drunk. Like literally that kid yeah, cutting like music, music video. video. Such a good video. <laughs> yeah. And Balnor just goes, they kind of threaten us with bribes all the time, but they also perform services. I don't I know. totally get these people. I mean, I love the idea of saying I love you a bunch, but they were pretty rude overall. I feel like we haven't been kicked out of that many places. Yeah. We were like 0 for 3. They're yeah. so lawful and then instantly want bribes if you're going to break yeah. the law. It's a harsh winter <gasps> landscape. I think these people are just uh, products of their environment. Yeah. If you're not seeing a lot of crime in the streets, it's... Uh, it's probably coming from somewhere. Probably means they're really good. Hmm. Yeah, things are pretty buttoned up around here. Yeah. Too buttoned up. So our goal then, from what I can tell, I mean, obviously I know that now your ex is getting married. I'm it's sure no that... It's to me. Okay, it's not. Okay, no, cool. I, Great. We broke up a long time ago. Awesome. You just seem <laughs> to hate these dwarves a lot more than the rest of us. I mean, they make me uncomfortable. <laughs> they're... <laughs> yeah, totally. I, was I, thinking, I think they're fine. I'm sorry that you feel like that. I was thinking maybe since you found out that Gemma was getting married, you'd be relieved because you said that you like broke her heart. Yeah, and that you moved on fully. I'm happy that she's happy. Yeah. Though she can't possibly be happy because she's marrying <laughs> the biggest doofus in the world. Okay. So yeah. uh, in Bohemia, I should say. I report for <laughs> I report for is just Beverly, and I say. I think Hardwon still likes his ex. Oh, yeah. I think there are some uh, lingering feelings there. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's our plan? Oh, we can say that out loud. So yeah. what? <laughs> Jack Beckett. And he was just like this <laughs> sniveling little weenus. You know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so it's I think it's so weird to go from trash like... about the royal family. <laughs> when we're on the Doing ship. it on the boat's fine. Yeah. The but... music is really fucking loud. Hard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one really is acting like a guy who's... Is around his ex. <laughs> I guess, Harwood, like, what I want to know is that when we go to this wedding, are you going to cause a scene? I, I'm i not going to cause a scene. Okay. I'm not trying to break up this wedding. All right. Okay. I just, part of me wants to figure out why it's happening. You know, she must, she's probably be being doing, like, she's going to be doing this against her will. That's obvious. Because oh, look at her ex and look what possibility. she's doing. Right. You don't. I mean, is it know, possible? You, you it's been a long time. Is it possible that her tastes have morphed and adjusted to something paler? Balnor, pass the uh, crick water. <laughs> You're <laughs> hogging it, man. Sorry. <laughs> I you know, don't get too drunk, hard one. This I'm is gonna be gonna a, get too drunk. We've gotta get into we're not invited to this wedding. I don't know how we're gonna get to this party. So, yeah, I had a lot of older cousins that were real wieners when they were young and then they got super hot. Just, just like really hot when they got older. You like your cousins way too much, 
<laughs> so people are going to recognize. Tell when my cousins are hot. People will recognize me at this wedding. Really? I'm going to stand out. I know her. I know her father. Let me see I how long. You could shave the beard. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see how long polymorph lasts for. Ooh. Maybe I could just turn you into something. <laughs> for an hour, I could polymorph you. Dope. That's cool. <laughs> Can you use disguise self on someone else? I'll let you I'll let you do that. I think hard one, you're probably gonna have to lose the beard to be convincing. But what about polymorph? They turn me into a fucking animal. <laughs> <laughs> can I just turn that's, it into That's the that's the compromise of willing to make is you can cast disguise self on hard one if he'll lose the beard. But what about polymorph? Yeah. Polymorph you could just do. Then we're doing that. Alright. <laughs> I'm no way to my shaving. <laughs> Okay, turn him into a pig, I guess. Okay, what kind of animal do you want to be? Um, not pig. <laughs> uh, you can only you can only do things that are like medium size, right? Uh, you can't turn like tiny. The target's game statistics, include, including mental ability scores, are replaced by the statistics of the chosen beast. It retains its alignment and personality. So will he still? He'll be... He'll just be like a dumbass animal. That's but he'll kind of what be, I am now. Will he still be hard one? Like will he'll he still... still be hard one? Yeah, I, like, he won't will... be able to talk. I'll, to I'll let him talk, talk in uh, Will he be able, be able to yeah. listen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Let's but do he that. Also, is that what I, you want to do, yeah, Hardwon? If, if I need to break out of it, I can... You can right. just, uh, un, can I can I just break out of it if I need to, or you can break me out of it? Usually, it's like a saving throw. What, what do you do? When, what do you do when someone is like willingly doing it? You can just do it. Okay. So yeah, you can just break out. Cool. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. What kind of animal you want to be? What's the hottest animal? Do you guys think? Um, Dog. Cat. We also have to wonder what they're going to allow in. Yeah, I think that's the question. A cat could maybe a wolf. sneak in. Maybe a wolf. Oh, yeah. There's Do you think wolves. that they might oh. let a wolf in, or would that... Kind of tough for you guys to tell. I mean, you could tell that the winter wolves and the vinrels were kind of cut from a different cloth a little bit. Sure. So it's kind of tough to say, like, those... The people that are at the tavern probably aren't the type of people that are going to be, like, at that party. Can I pawn him off as my emotional support animal? <laughs> You're, well, you're welcome to make deception checks and That's such. right. I suck at deception, though. I think we should turn you into a, the best chance to get you in. An elegant wolf. Yeah. And an elegant dress me wolf. up in, like, some ni- in like nice clothes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A wolf in nice clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Although now I just realized you bought this nice suit. Well, I'll, I'll wear it we'll if I turn it. we'll wear to the wedding. Yeah. Okay. Right. And that'll really impress Gemma. Not that I'm trying to. Can I still right. disguise the wolf? <laughs> You can, yeah, I mean, you could do whatever you'd like to the wolf. Okay, so I'm going to cast my fourth level spo- uh, polymorph and turn you into a wolf. Ow! <laughs> just ever so quietly howls, or just break down full-on howl, slightly drunk, hard one. <laughs> All right, drunk. let's take the crick water away from the wolf. <laughs> Try to lap it up. <laughs> I would like to ride the wolf. All right. Be- Bev, fancy boy, gets atop the wolf. Moonshine wearing Rapport her. Spores, uh, moonshine, get him off of <laughs> Bev, uh, hard one has ever so kindly suggested you might want to walk. I buck him. <laughs> <laughs> I get a concussion. <laughs> Beverly gets his fourth or fifth concussion. On his infected side. <laughs> okay, so we've we got, got. an hour before you turn back. Great. Let's mm. let's yeah. head to this party. Until yeah. you re- it's an hour walk through the town. Yeah. We are, oh my god, hard one's having like a little Cinderella moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, beautiful. Okay. <laughs> so you guys have this ticking clock 
Moonshine uh, is dressed in her fine silk suit with a plunging neckline. Bev and Balnor are wearing <laughs> matching green suits. God, we, walking... look like, we look like Dumb and Dumber, don't we? <laughs> a little bit. Oh, no. More like cute and cuter. <laughs> walking along with Hard One, the wolf. As you make your way through this strange, cold, foreign city towards Keep Venral to attempt to infiltrate the wedding welcome party and find Gemma Bronzebeard. And that's where we'll end our session. (laughs) Hard wolf. Hard wolf. Hard wolf. Jake. Holy shit. This is... I can't tell if you're just actually a little bit mad that the dwarves are picking on you. Oh, I am. You are? (laughs) Or if you as Hard One are just doing amazing role-playing, being just like hyper fucking pissed it's i think it's both because jake in character hates these or out of character hates these dwarves but so i guess it makes the role playing easier um and i'm hamming it up a, only a little bit yeah i think i'm in an eight and hard ones at a ten right yeah you guys are finally in a city that is like you do goof i kill you you do goof i yep. tell the police the police stump you yeah head. there you're, are you're living it up in this yeah. city <laughs> merv has invented a city full of anti-goof yeah, robots it's just yeah. anti the anti-goof police are out in full force <laughs> yeah <laughs> only my the cute short... little boy looks will save us i That's was right. not i was not expecting the polymorph no that's I knew a, you didn't want to shave that beard, and I didn't want you to either. It was, yeah, that the beard shave was... I was going to walk into the wedding undisguised before that was going to happen. <laughs> All so right. funny. Let's cool, guys. Yeah, on the rest. Listen, yeah, listen to the short rest, and we'll Save get it more into rest. it. Uh, you can listen to that over at patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing <gasps> yet. <gasps> Caldwell, you got something to plug? We, I have a new show called Cartoon Hell. Woo! Which yeah. is yes. um, kind of like with a, Nathan, aka Tonathan. Yeah, with Tonathan Tinkle, uh, my favorite little gnome. Uh, we're doing a show on Dropout, which is College Humor's new uh, subscription streaming service. Uh, each week, we take a prompt from our audience and we draw it, and then we make it into a cartoon. It's really fun. It's uh, animated, which is cool. Mm. Um, you can go to bit.ly/cartoonhell to subscribe, or you can check out the free samples on Drawfee. And if you subscribe to Dropout, uh, you can check out Emily and me on the new series Dimension 20, uh, which is another uh, D&D show that we do yeah. with our, our friends at College Humor and Brennan Mulligan, our my daddy DM. Oh, yeah. like our granddaddy then. Our, your guy's uh. granddaddy DM, yeah. <laughs> That's true, because they do say GM sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's the GM, you're the DM. He's he's the the grand messenger. Um, I also have a show on Dropout. Yeah. Wow. Lonely Horny yeah. Season 1 is available on Dropout right now if you wow. subscribe. Go check out Dropout. You can check get a free trial for three months, I believe. That's oh wait! Time. Also, uh, go to Netflix and watch Hot Date. Oh yeah, damn! Shit. Hot Dates on Netflix. Yeah. Congrats! Yeah, thanks yeah, guys. Blanket Sick. yourself in our content. Yeah, and uh, buy Hey You Up. Me and Emily's yeah. uh, satirical relationship advice book available on Amazon and Audible. Mm-hmm. Here's another thing: rate the show on iTunes. If yeah, you have guys. It. Oh, yeah. Once we get to three thousand reviews, we'll do a Donkey Kong one shot. <laughs> <laughs> The ultimate RPG experience. The ultimate RPG experience. <laughs> uh, cool, guys. Uh, head on over to the Patreon to listen to uh, Short Rest. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CHMurf is me, at Jake Her, which is Jake, at Caldy is Caldwell, Addie Axford is Emily, and tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N A D D P O D. We are, we are the youth of a nation. We are, we are youth of a nation. 
It's the end of the show, everybody, so we need to shout out our benevolent council of elders. Melora blesses you, starting off with Matthew M., the Bullywog Prince. There are many wonderful Bullywog orthodontists, but Prince Matthew was born with perfect teeth. Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven. The only thing he fears is how cowardly his family is, mm. but he's so brave that it doesn't even really get to him. Now that is the hardest steal. J. Loma, 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker, Hard One's gym inspiration, and not just on the weights, he inspires Hard One with his post-workout smoothie order, too. It's just so hearty. Mmm, almond butter. Andrew A., a.k.a. Feldspar Ligard in the half-elf. Andrew is half-elf and half-werewolf, which is already half-man and half-wolf. Wolf, so he's a quarter man, a quarter wolf, then half elf. Wow, like an like an onion and all those layers. Taylor Pawpaw the sixth, a legendary bard to whom no item isn't an instrument, currently touring Bohemia, beating Galad's head like a macabre little bongo. Dylan B, a super weak wizard who wields twelve swords. He never puts them down, even when he shits, which makes people <laughs> really nervous. But Dylan has never even so much as nicked his own ass. Horrifying. Simon W, the bootleg of Hard One Soft Loss, has a very faint, high-pitched voice, but regularly uses it to tell his parents how much he loves them. Danny P., Bahumia's resident artist, painted Hard One's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage. Hard One made him paint the beard thicker afterwards, even though his mustache hadn't really thickened IRL quite yet. Classic Hard One. Tom P., father of the realm, serenader of sleeping babies, fears the day when his child is old enough to enter the timeout bag. Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike, once made a crick water so potent, even Mama ever articulate slurred her words just a tiny bit. No way. Pedro E., Bard of the Mountains, felt a little weird giving bardic inspiration to a bunch of six-year-olds with pickaxes, mining iron deep, but did it anyway. You need that child labor. Griffin <laughs> SD, a.k.a. The Stranger, the Silver Dragonborn Eldritch Knight and owner of the Batter's Pint Inn and Tavern, recently kicked out two horny <laughs> tieflings, uh, out of his bar after discovering they were a succubus and incubus who listened to incubus on the bus. How could they have possibly known they were so hard to tell? Some of us got totally fooled. Beard Man Dan, the longest beard in Bohemia. Yes, Hard One strangled the Bullywug King with his facial hair, but Dan once set a tripwire across the road with his. Scott D once got an iron dwarf to laugh. No. And they're not programmed way. to do that. They are not. Aaron C is the guy that taught the Frostwind dwarves about love. Now they say it to everyone. Isn't that cute? Hermes W, the Bat King, the Pale Prince heard there was a guy named the Bat King, so he tried to change his nickname to the Bat Prince, but the Bat King showed up in Frostwind and stared him down till he reneged. T, Alex, an eccentric beautician who is designing Gemma's wedding look. He's thinking a thin, delicate braid for her beard with matching lacework in the bodice of the gown. It's going to be fucking elegant. Parker E, the Captain America of Bohemia. But since there's no America in Bohemia, no one really knows how badass his title is. It's just sort of nonsensical there. Oh, tragic. But you know what? Sometimes you've got to believe in yourself. RJW, a.k.a. Harden, the pride of the Crick Youngins, the great sword of the living wood, the best 
bastard of the crick, chaser of nannerflies. Spartus, a crick elf who who was using the outhouse while the rest of the crick elves left and is thus technically the only crick elf not to abandon the crick. Adam R., Bohemia's number one arcane dealer, has the good shit, but is one of those dealers who wants to just hang out. Like, just make sure that you hide your N64 before calling him or he's going to want to play Mario Kart. Brent B., taught Alanis magic, not wizard magic, though, the life-changing magic of tidying up. Alanis cleaned out her closet and, in a way, cleaned out her mind. Cassandra, MHP. Cassandra is Gemma's maid of honor and has a very long speech peppered with inside jokes and one embarrassing reference to Hard One that is surely going to set off Gemma's dad. Do not bring up the ex. Matt C, a.k.a. Maddie Big Crits. Matt C crits so much he doesn't even need to roll dice. His DM just goes, okay, Matt's turn. And Matt reads back whatever his modifier is, plus 20, and the DM just accepts that he got womped. He got womped. You got your bell rung. Danielle, the dastardly dame. Danielle is so dastardly, they actually intercepted Hard One's invitation to Gemma's wedding and threw it out. A federal crime. Hugh C., a.k.a. Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red, once rubbed a white wolf's tummy and not a trained one. He lost a few <gasps> fingers, but it was worth the story. Cute! Manny, the mundane accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spell to reach divinity. Anytime you go to a fast food joint and they have Mr. Pib, that's Manny smiling down on you. Daniel Yu, a.k.a. Multifor, the owner of a sweet boat that sounds like Gilbert Godfried. Gilbert has actually been missing for a few weeks now, so we're concerned Daniel might just have Gilbert tied up below deck. Yeah, keep him. I don't think anyone's looking too hard. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm, is playing the royal wedding welcome party. Jordan will be pumping very weird Eastern European jams. As he should be. Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, born of the sword and living on the Stormborn. Jeff is a field elf who just snuck below deck on the airship and has been living there secretly eating the band of boobs food for several <laughs> several days now. Secretly eating food by yourself is probably the saddest image. <laughs> Xavier C., a frost giant who has killed dozens of pale dwarves. Whether Xavier knows it or not, Xavier is Hard One's best friend. Cutter W., a high elf dandy turned crick barkitect. Cutter is hoping to bring their talents to Glade home, but the high elves don't have nearly as much respect for barkitecture. It could be a trend, though. Tiny houses for the high elves. Lex Sketch, also known as the escape artist. Lex is a talented rogue who once escaped to prison so seamlessly that no one believed that Lex was even imprisoned in the first place, so Lex couldn't even really brag about it. Tragic. Same with theft, right? John S., a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom. Believe it or not, before NADPOD, Schubert had a career as the purple poison mushroom in Mario Party. Ryan M., an awakened eagle who considered flying aboard the SS Stormborn to talk to everybody, but got intimidated when he saw the nanoflies fucking. There was a lot of fly fucking. Elena C., a scientist who discovered the cure to crick rot in the sap of nanobushes literally a day after Hard One Moonshine and Bev cured it. <sighs> I mean, that fame, gone in a second. Andrew M., a benevolent wizard who gifts their daily portent rolls to the needy. So sweet. Ricky, a.k.a. Tricky Ricky of the Cricky, a crick elf who got rich off extreme sports, then bought a mansion in Glade Home and throws wild parties that make their high elf neighbors wring their hands and titter amongst themselves. Andrew R., a polyglot who speaks every language in Bohemia, even possum Ree. Cannibalistic Cthulhu, a hideous monster who eats halflings, sings spooky 
lullabies outside windows and disobeys the zipper rule when they drive. A true nightmare. Michael McD, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, makes a killer sangria from elven wine and boiled deactivated vomit berries. Victor T, Balner's boy, whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world. Every time he remembers his father, tears well up in his Prussian blue eyes. <laughs> Henry A, Gemma and Hard One's high school creative writing teacher that Gemma had a huge crush on and Hard One was super jealous of. Henry's hot. Lance W, <laughs> the author that wrote the book that Moonshine is trying to read. If Moonshine learns to read, that is Lance W's doing. Justin I helped Bev's dad and the other Green Knights apply for extended visas in the Feywild. That's right, people. Not all heroes wear capes. Some wield effective bureaucratic procedure to save lives. Caleb, a geomancer who specializes in insanely powerful charms and magical properties, but on budget stones like cubic zirconium and moissanite. <laughs> Clayton M, a claymation Dalmatian, featured in the beloved Christmas movie, Time Out for the Time Out Bag, <laughs> a story of forgiveness. TJM, the owner and proprietor <laughs> of the popular Bohemian department store, TJ Max, which is very similar to the TJ Maxes in our world, just more bloodstains on the clothing. The professional, the only lawyer to ever successfully beat Papa on litigation, so shrewd, in a shoulder-padded suit, Papa asked the professional to join his law office and become the law offices of Paw, Paw, and Poir. Jacob C., a professional mud border, but not in the apple scrumper sense. Jacob C. works for a secret Esri intelligence force that extracts information any way they can, including mud boarding. Elena M., the hunter who dedicated their life to hunting down and killing the Cyclops polar bear Moonshine is currently wearing the pelt of, thought they were going to make a killing on such a rare beast and was super disappointed when it fetched a low price and immediately went into the bargain bin. Gone Off. Gone Off is a rap battle and bard who invented your Meemaw jokes and has used them to roast everyone except those poor dwarfins that don't know who their parents are. Tragic, but cool. McPucks, the codemaster who created our amazing website. He also has full mastery of the cloud, which in Bohemia is an actual cloud with a bag of holding inside it. Earl and Kathleen L., a pair of married rogues who got together after they each stole the other's heart. <laughs> it was love at first failed perception check. <laughs> that is cute as hell. Dylan M., an award-winning bug breeder from the Crick. The latest achievement was creating a new flightless breed of nanorflies called ant-tames. Jibe G., a freelance vizier who is looking for work. If you're a king of of regent and your vizier turns out to be an evil sorcerer bent on conquering your kingdom give jibe a call their rates are extremely affordable and who could forget corbin a the aracocra ranger they keep the sky safe for humans and birds alike if it wasn't for corbin there'd be like 50 silly incidents every day Atlas S, Atlas straight up eats lightning. They pluck wow. it from the sky and use it to spice up their eggs. Uh, it's also gluten-free. Not a lot of people know that, but yeah, it is. I wonder what lightning breath smells like. Jostrich, a normal human named Josh that was bitten by an arcane ostrich. They later became famous for inventing the world's longest turtleneck sweater. Cameron Mickey, a lowly level two kobold who is counting their lucky stars that the band of boobs is now way too strong to ever encounter them in a campaign. You dodged a bullet, Cameron. E.L. Dreg, the wine wizard, a ruddy-faced, grape-toed magician who is the patron saint of your suburban aunt's Wednesday book club. Cameron C., the crow knower. Cameron has infinite knowledge of what every crow in Bohemia is up to. It was them who sent Caw, Caw to watch over Hard One. Oh, a 
true gift. PJW, a sandwich artificer. Artificer. Artificer, who recently opened a chain of enchanted sandwich stores called Subfay. The sandwiches are made by real pixies and will get you high. Danielle R. is a professional gnome cart racer. They somehow always have the blue shell and use it without mercy or discretion. Quentin J., a wizard comedian who uses the mirror image spell to play multiple roles. Their latest stage play, The Wacky Tabaxi, just won a Tony. August L., a beloved Bohemian marijuana dealer. They have a strain called the Devil's Grass that is literally grass from Osmodius's front lawn. It will get you super high and also kill you. Caleb C., the Bumblebee. <laughs> Just a fun little buzzy friend. They drink too. They live in a tulip. Watch out. They might sting you. Nah, they probably won't. They're cool. The Bastard of Norvegia, the only person in Bohemia with more nicknames than Hard One. They actually invented calling yourself the Bastard of, and Hard One stole it. Weak, dude. Ugh, Jeff of the North, sworn enemy of Jeff of the South. And for good reason, too. Jeff of the South is racist as fuck. And finally, Joshua S., a rare breed of giant that is actually super wide instead of tall, currently serving as the mayor of Esri's garage door. Love it! Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to our Council of Elders and all of our Patreon subscribers and all of our listeners. Head on over to the Patreon to listen to The Short Rest and check us out next week for another episode. Thank you, everyone. Bye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>